0: The Elliot B. Sit Edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli, Masechet Ketubot, has been dedicated by our dear friend, Mr. Elliot Shasho, Hashem Yisshemenu VeHaya'u, made the zikud of the limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Berachat Hashem, Ashanat Ovam Borechet, Osher VeOsher VeChavod, Shalom Beit, and Atzlahah BeChol Marasei Yadav. And may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Today's daf is <laughs> being studied in the Abraham Ben Esther. Amen. Today's daf is being studied in the Ben And name of the name of the 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 Benamar, Amen. We begin today's daf on Amud Bet and we are six lines from the bottom. the Last word on the line, or actually the beginning of the line. Amar leRabah lebere deRav Chaya Bar Abin. Rabah tells the son of Rav Chaya Abin, "Ta, come. Em milta. I will tell you a word halacha me'al from the choice words." Your father used to say. That which Samuel said, the person sells a star to his friend, which means he has a star, and the star says, You know, the Love owes me a thousand dollars. He has the star in his hand, he's allowed to sell it. He sells it to somebody else, and then he goes to the Love, and he says, am you. So now this guy's holding a star. He bought a shtar, it's worthless now. The din is mahul. which means it's mahul. which means the seller of the shtar, which is really the original malveh, is allowed to be mochel, the loan. And therefore now when this guy bought the shtar, he cannot go get uh, his payment. The mechila is a mechila. So the, she writes that, Vachazaru machul ha-mochil shumalveh machul machul. Te'amal le-loveh le Exactly. When the buyer of the star comes along to the lovet and says, Hey, I want to get paid. The lovet can tell him, I have nothing to do with you. I didn't, I didn't borrow money from you. I have nothing to do with you. I was dealing with the malve. Malve told me, uh, I'm off the hook. So the dean is not only can the original malve be mochel alone, va'afilu yoresh mochel. Even the yoresh, which means, let's say now, the original malve died. So now, the yoreshim uh, uh, usually... Don't have those starot. So the original malveh sold the star. The now the Yoresh can come along and say we're mochel, and therefore the guy holding the star now doesn't get anything. So Modesh shemuel, shemuel however agrees star chov lebaala. Well, by a case of a marriage where a lady, let's say, brings a star chov into the into the marriage. Let's say she she got a certain uh, money owed to her, so she has a star. So she goes and gives it to the, the husband. And then she goes along as In that case, the wife cannot be mochel. Why? Because it's partly his also. Because this is like the he has rights to eat the Perot. So therefore, how could you sell something where I'm a part owner? Like we learned earlier that they're considered partners on the Nichsemilog. So therefore, when it comes to a marriage, this deen uh, does not apply. Comes The Gemara continues. The relatives of Rav Nachman. Okay, so you had a, uh, a lady. She sold her ketubah when she was still married. The rights to the ketubah to somebody else. That's a risk you're taking. Uh, because in the event that, let's say, the uh, lady dies first. It goes to the husband. So the guy that buys the ketubah doesn't get anything. He's banking that there's either going to be the husband's going to die first or they're going to get divorced. The and therefore they're buying the rights to take the uh, ketubah. Okay, so she sold those rights as a matter of fact. So, what else? The relative of Rav Nahman, she was one of the ladies. She sold the ketubah for a little because again you can't get a high price for it because it's a risk so therefore as she says Tuvatana means Devar Muat a yeah, small amount of money she sold for yeah, she got money up front and she's happy and the guy's buying the risk that he might get uh, paid the Ketubah. Now what happened? Igarsha. Oh so now there was a divorce and divorce now is going to be a payment so therefore the one who bought the Ketubah to the she got paid. Vishiva. Oh but then she died so now, once she dies, the yoshim come in. Which means uh, the husband's uh, 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 side uh, comes in to take the Ketubah. Not, not the husband's side because they got divorced, but the Yershim. I want, want, want the Ketubah. Atu la So what happened? Had a, there was a daughter involved in this story. The daughter was the only heir. So she's coming along and says, so my mother died. The Ketubah belongs to me. And uh, these guys, that bought the ketuba, they come along and say, "Hold it! Your mother sold it uh, to us. We get the ketuba." Rashi, Baram Rashi atu taveid laal debartah, bartah zadoro. Atu dekuchot ve'kat taveid laal debartah ha Me bot ketubat ima me'abiyah ve'diras ketubat me'koch ima ve'elu b'aini tol otam emen alomar The daughter's coming along and saying, "We inherit." This guy's coming along and saying, "What are you talking about? Your mother sold it to us. We get it." So, uh, what to do? Ha'malur of leka la Well, there's nobody over here that can give you uh, uh, good advice. He's trying to give advice. What's the advice he gave? He's giving advice to the, to the daughter to get the uh, money. How's he give advice? Tezil v'tihala abu. the rights to the ketubah that you're supposed to inherit from your mother... Be more back to your father, and then you'll inherit him when he dies. Jeez, didn't we learn that the inheritors also have a right to be mochel? You know, just like somebody's mochel shtarchov, just like he has a right to be mochel so the hob. So, the uh, inheritors have a right to be. So, therefore, this lady she sold. So now, these, uh, the, 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 the daughter is an inheritor, so she could be mochel. So they can come along and say, the money that's supposed to come to us now from the ketubah. We're moheled back to our father. Now what's going to happen? When the father dies, it'll go back to the daughter. Which means this, the rabbi is giving her it, a If she's not going to do anything, the creditors have a right over here. Because the creditors bought the kitubah. So she says, we, 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 have, we have the kitubah. So she's stuck. So they say, no problem. The rabbi is giving her a We'll tell you what to do. Say, I'm moheled I'm, I'm in ketubah." There's no kitubah over here. The ketubah only comes if there's an obligation. But if the daughter... Comes along now and says, uh, "I'm uh, I'm, now, Her mother was supposed to get the ketubah, She's able to be mochel the The inheritance with back to the father. Now the father has. What's end up happening one day? Father will die. all well, the assets are going back to the daughter. But this is an advice to divert it away from the uh, from the one that bought it. So and says, "Shama." So she accepted the advice. Asla, she went. And she was more headed back to the father. Amar of Nahman, but Nechman didn't like what he did. He said, <laughs> He said, We turned ourselves into lawyers. Which means really, the Rabbi is not supposed to be giving advice to the litigants. So he felt like, you know, that's, uh, you know I, didn't do, I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. So Kuznika says, Well, what do you think at the beginning? In the beginning he gave her advice. Now he's regretting that he gave her advice. Well, uh, what did he think at the beginning, and what do you think at the end? Well, well, it was Rav it Nachman's it was, it relatives. And the Pasuk says, do not hide yourself from your family, which is you've got to help your family. So in the beginning, I, he figured, you've got to give the, the family advice. But then he said, yeah, you're right, but an important man like Rav Nahman is different, because people are not going to understand. If they see Rav Nahman giving uh, advice to one of the litigants, others are going to come to learn from him and give advice even where it's not a family member, which is Asud. So therefore, he says, I shouldn't have done it, because uh, the Adam has have the manita ayin factor, that the people are going to learn to help one of the litigants, even in a case where it's not a family relative. given on continues. Gufa, we learned above. Amar Shemuel. Shtar Chov Lechaviro. like the case, he sells the Shtar Chov to his friend. Ve'chazar Umachalo. And then he's Moher the Lover. Machul. Afidu Yoresh Moher. I say even the inheritor, which means the Malve <laughs> dies, even his children have a right to be Ama Rav Yoshua the epikeahu. <laughs> uh, if the one that buys the Star is a smart guy, what will he do? le <laughs> zuzeh literally means he'll rattle some money, the <laughs> And he'll have a new shtar written in his name. What is it saying over here? saying it's like this. You have a case where the guy sold the shtar. Okay. The guy bought it. Beautiful. Now he's excited. I get paid, uh, you know, this, this debt. I, I bought the debt. Now, but there's a risk over here. Because this guy now can uh, say the Malveh that sold it. i Mohail. is going to go, I want to get paid. I don't know who you are. The uh, malve was Mohail me. So the government is figuring out a way, how could the guy who bought the star ensure he's going to get paid? Very simply. Let him now, after he bought the star, let him go to the lover and give him some money. Give him some money. Do me a favor. Uh, write, write up a new star. Or write a start at least that says, because maybe you don't want to write a new star. Well, I'll tell you why you don't want a new start, That even if the guy's Mohel, you, 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 you're, you're paying. Now, the guy who's. Because he doesn't assume the guy's gonna be muhail Everybody assumes the people are straight. So the, he, he says, listen, I'm gonna get the You're paying me uh, uh, let's say the, the you owe the ten thousand dollars. Go in, give me a thousand bucks. Give me a thousand what what do you mean the thousand for? Just do me a favor. I'm the owner of the uh, of the start now. Just to be very start over here and in the case this guy's muhail you're not gonna you know you're not gonna what do you call it? You're not gonna uh, 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 you're not gonna not pay me. You said, okay, $1,000, I was planning on paying you that anyway. So now you give me a discount of $1,000. Because otherwise, if you don't do that, there could be a canunya between the original Malve. Of course, the original Malve will come along and say, listen, you owe me a million dollars. So you know what? I'm going to discount it over here. We'll go partners over here. Just pay me $500,000 under the table. I'll go sell the star. I'll be mohelit. So therefore, you won't have to pay it. So there could be chicory taking place over here. So, I'm just giving advice to the buyer of the start. Hov, if you want to guarantee your position, go to the uh, Louvre and tell him. Listen, I, I'm the new owner of the start here. Again, you have to assume that he's not assuming anybody's going to be more anything over here because he, people are straight. You're assuming. So, therefore, he's going to give him the the money. That's okay. Write your new start. Now, the first point out, you don't want to write a new start totally because then already the second start. Let's say. Takes in, into effect, and you lose the Likuchot from the earlier start because the, the earlier start is the more advantageous. Because you could start going after the property that was dated from the earlier start. If he's writing a new star now, it's today, so you lose all that uh, ability to take Likuchot from an earlier start. So, therefore, all he was saying is not writing a new start. You're just writing a star that says, in the event that the guy's mohayel, I'm paying you anyway. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna uh, not pay you. Okay, so therefore you're working with the original start's uh, 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 strength. Okay, let's read the sheet. The Hello Kaya. The guy who bought the star as a pikem, is a smart guy. Let him rattle some money. Let him write a star in his name, Before the original Malve and the Love uh, make a Kenunya, a trickery uh, between them. Okay, very good. Now, the Mepharshim the just uh, point out over here, it's the Tebav, however he says it, like I told you, you're writing a star, not a new star totally. You're writing an addendum? A, a addendum to it, with saying that if he's Mochayel, he, he's still going to pay. So he says, So long as the was not you could take it on the basis of the original star, because he wasn't karka, You could even take Karka that was from the dated... Star of the original one. Now, in the case where, let's say, the original is Mohel, then the second star comes in. But then he writes, This second star is what's working over here. You're not going to be able to take from the first star. If there's no Mechila over here, then for sure you're relying on the first star. But if there's a uh, Mechila, uh, uh, then the second star kicks in and it can only get paid from uh, the second star. But either way, he's guaranteeing himself getting paid. Comes on continues. Okay, now let's discuss this next point. We have a law called a Garmi. What is a Garmi? Garmi means, like it's from the word gorem, where a person can cause his friend indirect damage. How could you cause your friend indirect damage? The classic case, the Gemara brings in Baba Kama. Two, two neighbors had, let's say, uh, fields. And uh, one guy was planting wheat and one guy was planting grapes. And they were next to each other. And the fence broke between the fields. Now all of a sudden the guy's grapes started to go into the guy's uh, wheat field. Now turned into kelayim. So indirectly he caused his friend uh, uh, damage by not fixing the wall. So therefore there's a machloket in the Gemara Baba Kama. Is the one that is gorem have said indirectly, should we call him a garmi, does he have to pay or doesn't he have to pay? Is a garmi, if it's direct, guy goes and burns his friend's field, that's, that's, that's direct. We're talking about over here where it's an indirect damage. Does he have to pay according to the halacha or not? So again, what I want to say like this, this is a classical case of a garmi, which means I bought a star. Mm-hmm. Now you come along, you mm-hmm. Now You cause me a lawsuit. I paid you uh, money for this star. Paid dollars. I pay whatever the money is to buy the stock. Now all of a sudden, I go to the uh, lover. He tells me, "I'm sorry, I'm not paying you. He was Mohel. Uh, so, so indirectly, you caused me a loss. So the Kabbalah says, "Man, According to the rabbi that holds by the garmi law, that says, I get, I get compensated. I can go to you now. I go to the original malver and say, "Listen, you caused me a loss. Pay me. Pay me the value of what's in the stock. Meaning, if the loan was a million dollars." You pay me the million dollars now because you were hell You got to pay me the full full value of the uh, of the start. You go to me and uh, said over here. I bought the start over here. I had a start that was worth a million dollars in my hand. Then you uh, by doing something you caused me uh, a loss. But according to opinion that says he doesn't die in dinah degar This indirect. The only claim you could come along and say is listen. Uh, I only owe you the paper. All you bought is a piece of paper, and you're holding the paper already. Now, what I say? What I, what I showed yeah, you a piece of paper with a start. That's the only thing I owe you. I don't owe you anything else. And the paper's in your hand already. Therefore, he's off-talking. I don't have to pay him anything. So that's the machalokit. Now, does the original malveh, after his mochayel, have to compensate the buyer of the ishtar? Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Man did I indiana Me a hamehayeve, te golem ifsid hachavaro. The one that says, <laughs> If you give a ifsid to your friend, magbebe, ba'yishtera min So he's able to get de mehishtera me'al ya'kola hov, Shibeto, where the fence fell down between the fields, Kadesh meaning now the field becomes And you only get the amount of the worth of the paper. omer What do I sell you? I sold you a piece of paper. And you hold it the piece of paper. What I continues. God says about there was a story. Was one of these cases where a guy was sold a star, it was Muhammad, they came to Betty and he said, I want my money, I was caused me a loss. The Shafiya Raflam Di forced um the Raf the Agbe and he made him pay Ki kishura Salmeh like a guy that buys a Beam for his uh for his first uh, statue. What do you mean that it was a law that came in front of Rav Asher. At the end of the day, the rabbi said, there's a garmi situation over here, and therefore you cause your friend an indirect loss, you have to pay. But now did he make him pay. He was so meticulous. They analyzed the case. Every loss and monetary loss that was, that was causing this, the rabbi made him pay. So careful, like a person, when he's buying a beam to make a, I'd say them, an image. When a person is, let's say, building a statue or something like that, he wants to make sure that the beams he's buying are straight, or smooth. So he's very middagdek. <laughs> so he's saying, the, the rabbi was so middagdek, he's kishura every penny to make sure this was a part of the loss. And he made the gorem, they have said, he was saying he was very meticulous in extracting the money because he held that we are dying. Okay, new story. You have a guy, he has some debt on him. What is his debt? Ketubat al Okay. He owes Ketubat his wife, but he also has credit. He owes money. He owes a loan. Now, what assets does he have? He has real estate, and he also has money, cash. So the So the law is the guy who uh, you owe the money for the loan, he gets the money, which means you borrowed money, you pay back money. The isha and the lady, you pay with the karka, which is we learned earlier several times already that there's no she'arbud on mitalteling for the ketubah of a lady. She's so on the. Karka, And therefore she gets her payment from karka. Okay, that's the first law. The next law is like this. Well actually the way the us is Haikedine, each one according to its law. Which is the law of the Ketubah is Ketubah gets paid from Karka, and the law of a uh Balchov gets paid from money. Each one according to his uh, law. Now she just points out here, right? The... The one that uh, lent money, he's relying to get back money, and the lady's relying on karka. The right? Because she didn't give any monies, right? She just has a, a hov of a ketubah. so therefore she's not relying on monies. Now the barzel, Maybe tell her she didn't give monies. She brought into the marriage nixis son barzel, which are properties where they become his property, and he already sets a fixed price that he's going to pay her at the end of the marriage. Who's Achav ben which means he's okay the, uh, uh, on, on the next day. Barzil at the beginning of the marriage, the What he does is the money that he owes her for the song Barzil already. He puts in the ketubah to be leaned on the karka. So therefore, the lady's mind, even though know, she brought in stuff, she didn't give him things, but her mind is he's just going to add that money. She, she he brings she brings in a, a field of a thousand dollars, I'd say, right. He gives her a, a set price. Listen, if there's a divorce, I'll pay you a thousand dollars for this field. If the field goes up, he benefits. If the field goes down, he loses. He's a son Barzil, right? It's a fixed price, so he puts that in the ketubah as, as money he owes her, but it's, it's mortgaged already on the on the kahkash. There's a lien on the kahkash. So but I'm saying that there's a difference between a balchov and a ketubah. Now the gemara says v'elo ikai la had adara. Now let's say the guy same case, but he only has one parcel of land. V'elo chazya elah lehad. And it's only enough to pay off one of the creditors. Who gets it? You give it to the, the creditor with the debt, the one that uh, lent you the money, but you don't give it to the lady. Why? Why does the lender come before the ketubah? This is my ta'ama. We have a rule. More than a man wants to get married, a lady wants to get married. And therefore, we're not worried over here of a problem that if you're not going to pay ketubot, that you're going to cause ladies not to get married because they're going to say, oh, we're not going to get married because we're not going to get ketubot. If we're going to stop the marriage process, we're not worried. You know why? Because we have a rule. A lady wants to get married. And we even if it's a little difficult, like in this case over here, by getting the ketubah, we're not worried that it's going to stop her from getting married because she wants to get married more than a man, even. So therefore, even if you were a little hard on uh, in getting the ketubah, in this case over here, there's only one parcel, give it to the Baal uh, And what does she get? She gets nothing. So you might say, oh, no, you can't do that to the ladies. And once the ladies do it's difficult to get ketubah, they're going to stop getting married. Don't worry about that. The lady wants to get married even more than a man. Like Now, that Rashi says a very important point over here, which is key to the case. It's talking about where the Shtarot for the Baal Chov and the Ketubah are dated on the same day. So therefore, really, no one has precedent. So in that case, somebody you say, Shtar Igova. But if the Ketubah is dated earlier, that hit first. And therefore, the Baal Chov cannot come along and take the karkar when there was a start that pre- pre-empted the original one. That's a very important... Uh, yeah, talk about that. They written on the same day. That's so that that's the case that we're talking about over here. Amar Rab So the Papa tells Rab V'adai de Raba. Is it true that uh, you said in the name of Raba the following uh, statement? hay man de maske be zuzeh. Right, that you have a uh, a person that uh, they're coming to. It's uh, money from him. I mean, uh, he's uh, uh, um, he borrowed money, so they're coming after him for, for money. The eat and he has land. ata and the ba'al chov comes along. and he tells him, hey, "Listen, I want uh, my money." The and he tells him, "Zil shekol and he tells them, listen, i right, you, you want your money go here here's the karka, here's the land go go take go go go, go take the land and go sell it and uh, pay yourself back. Amrina there we tell the guy I know the havle." we tell the uh, lender, it's your obligation. you sell the land, you get the money, and you pay back the debt, which means he cannot come along and tell the uh Oh, you want to get paid? Hey, going to take it. here's the karka. Go, go sell it. Go get money. No, no, no. it's not my obligation. I didn't lend you karka. I lent you money. Therefore, the deen that Rabah said, "What? It's on the obligation of the lovet to go along and sell the karka and then pay back." So it says, "Did you say that? Which is is that? What you said? Is it true that we uh we matriah the lovet to go sell the uh, properties?" Amar le no. He said, no, I, I didn't say that. Why Why didn't he say that? Because every Malveh, when he lends money, what is his da'at on? His daat is that he's going to get paid back. But where does he put his trust? In the real estate. Because he knows money, they come and go. But real estate is, 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 is on the property. So therefore, when a person offers to pay back in real estate, the Malveh has to accept it. The Malveh cannot come along and say, hey, listen, go sell it. So, therefore, he asked him, Did you say such a statement? It doesn't make sense that you said such a statement like that. That you make the Malveh, that you make the Loveh go trouble himself now and sell the Karka. If he's willing to pay in Karka, let him pay in Karka. Because the Malveh's da'at, originally when he lent the loan, was also on Karka. So, w- w- what context did you say this halakha in? Because it doesn't make sense. Understand again? comes to get what says. I never said it. I never said such a statement. She says, okay, g- g- give me the context. What happened in the story where this statement came out? This was a different story. Yeah. This was a case over there where the guy, the Malveh, came to get paid. And he said, I'm sorry, my money's uh, tied up by the uh, Guyim. He gave him some excuse. What do you mean tied up by the Guyim? Rashid. He has monies, but he comes along and says, oh, "Listen, it's not my money. The money really belongs to the to the guim. And he has real estate, so he says, listen, I, "I can't give you these monies. It's uh, tied up. Take it from the uh, take it from the karka." Who asked This guy did Shilokihogun. He lied. He was just trying to save his money, so he did not have to give the money. So the, and what happened? The rabbis find out. They investigated the case. They found that the guy was lying. By the time they found out he was lying. Either the goy took it or the money was spent, and now what? Therefore, they treated the veshelokim, and they tell you, you know what? You sell the properties now, which is in a regular case it's the melveh's obligation: take the properties and sell them and pay yourself. In this case over here, where we said that the Love has to sell the properties, was because he played games. When they came, when the melveh came to get paid, he said, "Ah, oh, this money's not mine; it belongs to the goyim." And then what? The rabbis investigated. they found that the guy's lying. By the time they finished the investigation, the money was gone. So now we tell the guy, listen, you're a wise guy. You tried to hide the monies and give excuses. So you know what? Now you're making, you, you, you sell the car. The guy says, what do you mean? I never have to sell the car. You're right. In this case, we're going to knock you. You have to sell the car. That's when he said the dean is like uh, Rava in that case. Comes the government says... Right, that's the way that's where the say. That's that the Rosh the, the also, also <laughs> learns, that he was just saying the money is not mine. He just wanted to push the Malveh away so he doesn't take the, that money. So then he writes over here that... Right, by the time they investigated it, the money was uh, was gone, like we said. Okay, we're going to continue further. Okay, so Rav tells the Papa, according to you, the Amar piriat bal chov mitzvah. Okay, there's an opinion that says that paying back a debt is a mitzvah. Oh, Where's this mitzvah in the Torah to pay back a debt? So that she says, learn it from Masichet Eirchin, mitzvah alav the froah hobo vele amid Because the Pasuk says, hin sedek. What is hin sedek? Hin literally means your weights should be. Justified, justice, your weight should be true, but the word hein also can mean yes so the Gebarah is saying hin said your yes should be said and your no should be said meaning you got to keep your word and therefore when a person borrows money so you're saying, I'll pay you back so that when a person pays his back, he's fulfilling the mitzvah keeping his word, he's keeping his yes yes, so therefore it's a mitzvah to pay back a uh, a debt so the Gemara said, according to that opinion that says very bad malchut mitzvah, Amar Loni ni halida abid mitzvah mai. Let's say the guy comes along and says the I'm not interested in fulfilling mitzvot, meaning it's an obligation to mitzvah. Yeah, mitzvah. I don't want to do the mitzvah. Now what do you do to? Amar le tanina. So we have a we have, we have a brayta on this over here. the devarim amurim, which means when do we give a guy Malkut? When does a guy subject himself, we give him lashes. That's talking about... When he commits a negative commandment, you give him lashes. But if a guy transgresses a positive commandment, how do you transgress a positive commandment? Inaction. They tell listen, build a sukkah. He doesn't want to build it. The inner Lulav. Go buy a go shake the lulav. The inner doesn't do it. Makin otor So they, they beat him up to betin until he dies. Which means, on a law ta'aseh, after you transgress. So that's a law that what? You get, you get 40. But when it comes to a positive commandment, to get a guy to do a mitzvah, they give him lashes, rabbinically that is, until he does it. So therefore a the guy comes along and says, eh, I'm not going to pay you, I'm not paying the debt. You're not paying the debt? I don't want to do this mitzvah. You don't want to do this mitzvah? Boom, they start beating him. You still don't want to do this mitzvah? They start beating him. I should say enough, sure. So the Rekhi Ve'iga asks the question over here. So what's the logic of this malkut? This is a malkut that you're giving, not as a punishment, but as an incentive to, to do the mitzvah. So then if that's the case, why only one mitzvah ta'aseh? No, you should do the same thing One mitzvah lot taseh also, which means a guy now is about to do a lot taseh we should beat him up uh, to, to, to refrain from doing the Lotas, which, which if the whole thing is to abstain, so just like you're trying to abstain the guy from not doing an ase, we should beat the guy up to abstain him from doing a Lotas. Why does he out to say only uh, uh, Mitzvah you do this? So the uh, says, you're right. You beat up a guy just as much on a ase if he doesn't want to do it, and if he's about to do a Lotas, you also beat him up. When it says you only give Malkut on a Lotas, it means after the action. Which means after, let's say, he did the lot taaseh, now we give him uh, malkut, which as a punishment for not doing that. But if he transgressed the aceh, and he didn't do the aceh at all, you don't give him malkut for that. But on the incentive uh, factor, just like you give malkut to gotta do an aceh, you give him malkut also to not do a lot taaseh. And that you give him more. But the 40 was sent to Africa, after the person transgresses. Because you might say that after he transgresses, give him uh, more malkut. Maybe his incentives; will He won't do it again. No, that's only uh, forty. So that's the question. That's his answer. Okay. Kamsi the continues. Ba'amine Rami Bar Hamam Okay, new okay. new no, no case. Okay, let's got the case. Kai comes along, goes to a lady. This is your get. On the condition, what? That you won't be divorced with this get until after 30 days. So she went. She puts the get in the side streets of Rishut which is, uh, now, really, on the side streets, we have to analyze, is that a private uh, reshoot? Is it public reshoot? Is it considered her domain? Not her domain? Wow. Mm-hmm. So, I'm there. So, he answered the it. Answer he says, there's a, no, 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 no. Why? Because, bottom line, at the time that the get took place, the get was not in her uh, domain. So, therefore, it's not a get. So, the Abraham says, Now, how do we know from Rav and shame that in a which means, remember, we learned in our Mishnah a case of Rabbi Tarfon. The case of Rabbi Tarfon was uh, a fellow, let's say, um, that have uh, perot perot come to the uh, into in, in, the marriage. So we said which means over here you had a case. We have the wife uh, going after the perot you have the Yorshim going after the Perot. you have Balhov going after the Perot. So he said, the rule over there, when the Perot come in, and you have three people jockeying for the Pirot, Kula <speaking in> gets there first, is okay. But the Rav explain, it's only talking about whether they're in a public domain. Because if they're in a private domain, the Yorshim get it directly. So he said over there, that it's talking about whether they're in the Shuk then he also said, is <speaking> Damu. <in Hebrew> and he said that the side streets have a deen of, which means the side streets are considered also like a public domain. And therefore, let's go back to our case. Person has the get. He gives his wife the get. He says, I'm giving you the get now. It's not going to be hal until 30 days. She went, she put it in Sidere Shutarabim. That's not in her domain. Sidere Shutarabim is not domain. Therefore, when 30 days came, when the get was supposed to be hal, it was not in the that position. Therefore, Ena Megure That's the dean of the uh, Mishnah. So it comes again what God says. Adrabah? what do you mean? I'll tell you the contrary. Migureshet. She should be Migureshet. Why? Mid Rav Nahman. From Rav Nachman's statement. what did Rav Nahman say? The Amar of Nahman Amarabah Abu Ha omena Havero. Guy tells his friend. Meshoch Parazu. Tell us listen. Pull this para. I don't want the kinat to take place until after thirty days. You got the case again? The guy says, Listen, you see this part of it? I want you to pull it. We had this case earlier. Pull the para. But I don't want the kenyan to take place until when? After thirty days. So it says Kana. And even if after the thirty days the animal is standing in agam. It's standing in a swamp, which we're assuming is like a, it's not a private area, it's in the swamp. Still the kenyan is a kenyan. Mailab hainu agam uh, and we're assuming what that an agam is like sidere shutarabim, and therefore what just like you tell me in agam he's koneh, so to the lady should be migudreshit because the an agam and sidere shutarabim the chalav we're saying are the same, same level. Kabbalah says agam lehud lehud. no, agam lechud lechud. No, agam is a private area and sidere shutarabim is not. Therefore, you have no idea. So we quite the first version of this story in a Why sidere shutarabim? Aye, but we said the guy can make a kinyan after 30 days if it's in the Agam. Because yeah, Agam is a private area. if her get that the guy gave her a get, said the Senor Migureshet to me, take this get now, 30 days. Good, so she went, she took the get, she put it in the Tzidere shutalabim. 30 days came, it said Tzidere Shutal Abim. And Amigureshet. Why? Because we're saying that Tzidere shutalabim is like the Shutal beam. Aye, but we said Agam, you can make a kinyan like that. No, Agam is private. This is not private. That's the first version. Ika de Amri, second version. Second, cannot act, it has to be on a domain to get. Right, no, I know, in other words, when she puts it after 30 days, it activates in the Shutrabim, so Don't it doesn't activate. It right. doesn't activate. So comes the Gemara and says, another version. What's the other version? Amri. This is a reverse version of the same uh, episode. The guy gives a get to his wife, right? 30 day uh, hold. After 30 days, she put it on the Tzidere Shutrabim. So the Gemara starts off this version by saying, Megudeshet. It is Migureshit. How? Midrav Nahman. From the story of Rav Nachman, that was the story with the Para. Just like the Para. He said, I'm going to pull the Para and you're not going until after 30 days. And in 30 days where well, was the Para? In Agam. The T Sid Shutterabim. Ki agam Oh, so therefore if you say the truth is like Agam, it'll be Megudeshet. So the Gibra says, Adrabah. On the contrary, In a Megudeshet. But Because the Rabu Shuel said that what? The Sid is Rabim. Is uh, is and the shooter uh, are the same thing, and therefore, in a yeah. my love, I knew the shooter, I knew the so the Gabra saying, according to this version, when Shimuel said that the Perot were in the were we're assuming there's no difference between the shooter, and Sidere the shooter, I therefore, it should be not Regulation. Lord, the shooter, I mean, they hold the Sidere shooter, I mean, they hold the Gabra concludes, according to this version, no, they're separate, which means the shooter, I no, Sidere so shooter, yes, according to this version. Really, to give us concluding, according to both sides, you could say, Meguneshit. Of course, Agam is like, uh, it's like see, it's like Agam, the Kenya works, so it also works. And uh, when the Shweel said, shoot to that beam, it's on a list. He said, we said where he said it, but maybe not by Tzideh. So therefore, in the head this version, she is Meguneshit. Now, Tuzvotov, here, just asked a fundamental question on the cases, and we have to uh, uh, understand it. If you remember, when we gave the case of the Parah, the para was a case where the guy had to say the word ma'akshav, which means a guy cannot make a kinyan by saying, I'm going to pull the para, and in 30 days the kinyan is hal. Kinyan don't work that way, he has to say, I'm going to be moshik the para, and in 30 days the kinyan is going to be hal de mafraya retroactively. That's the way that kinyan works. So, Tosfot comments on the third Tosfot on the daf Haomel Havero Meshokh para. You have to say the case to somebody where he said, And the case of the get as well. When the guy's giving a get to his wife, and he's saying what? That it's going to be hal in 30 days, it'll only work if he says, In 30 days it works what you because you want to connect to the kinyan that you're making now. You can't make a kinyan today. And then say it's on delay for 30 days. He has to say that what? The Kenyan I'm making now is going to be higher in 30 days retroactively from now. That's why Tuzfut sets up the case. Tuzfut continues. The law about me'achshav. If you didn't say the word me'achshav in the case of the Girushin, kevan de'ele girushin illa l'hashlu hayat sali shiyeh which means there's no question. Which means if you're going to say after 30 days that everybody agrees has to be in her, in a possession, has to be in her, in her courtyard. Now, the cashier. So now Tuzfut has a question. How did the Gemara want to answer a case from Rav and Shur in the case of the Perot? <laughs> which is in the case of the Perot, what was the case? The lady now has a Perot uh, came to us. So we said, which means it was in the Shutarabim. If the Yorshim get there first, if the Baal Hob gets there first, if the lady gets there first. That's not a case of Me'achshav. Which means. We're trying to bring a proof to a case of Gerushim. What's the case of Gerushim? I want it to be hal now. But while it's not going to be hal now until after 30 days, retroactively. Okay, so you're working with the retroactive factor. Okay? And you're saying if it was in the Tzideri rabim, you want to say Enamigureshet. You know why Enamigureshet? Because, uh, like the case over there where the Yorshim don't get it if it's in the I'll tell you why the Yorshim don't get it in the shut because there's no ma'ashav factor over there. Here, maybe it works. It's not working on what it was done. Now. It's working the mafreya. And bottom of the mafreya, it was in a hand. How could you bring a ra'ayah from a case that's not retroactive? And the case of the Mishnah, we're discussing right now. We're, we're the perot right now. They want to make a kenyan now, immediately. So, 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 so no man's land. So that's a, that's a question uh, that, 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 that cannot bring a proof to a case where he said ma'achshav. I want it to take place from now. Because, if you say actually, what happened there, she was, was, was old. So what's the, what's the comparison? So Tosfot says, Vener <laughs> Ea, I'll tell you what the comparison is. <laughs> Just like over there by the case of the Perot. <laughs> because really, according to the strict halacha, once the father dies and leaves Perot, these Perot, I don't care where they are, go to the Yoshi. Which is strict law? The Yerushim are the ones that uh, Yerush. I and the Hadusha Mishnah is <laughs> but the But still, the Hadushim is why, if there is the Shut T'rabim, it blocks the yetomim from being koneh. Which is just like in the case of the Perot. It should be an automatic. And still, we say no. If it's a neshutah the y- yoshim are blocked. So to my get, even though she said which should be automatic because it's working retroactively. If it's a neshutah beam, it should be blocked. That's the comparison. which means the yoshim should have gotten. okay where where it is. Yoshim or Yorish. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where it is. And still, the mishnah said what? If the perotah in the neshutah beam they're just like everybody else. Uh, first come, first serve. So to OV, even though she said which means really I, I'm holding the get right now. At the time that it gets to get hal, I was holding the get. Because we're going right Still, it's gotta be in the her domain. That's why the government brought the back and forth. Comes the Mishnah. Now let's say a guy, he puts his wife as the shopkeeper. He has a store. And he puts you in charge of the store. You're in charge of taking money, merchandise, all that stuff. Or oh, she makes, he makes her an apotropos. What's an apotropos? You're the administrator on my, uh, on my estate, on my funds. She's in charge of the uh, assets, right? So what's the deen? He can make us swear anytime he wants. He can come along and say, Swear to me you didn't take any merchandise. Swear to me that you didn't take any money from the uh, registers. Swear to me that you didn't steal anything Over, it. You constantly can make a swear uh, that she's uh, being honest. That she says, Swear that she didn't hold money for herself. Rabbi Forget about making her an administrator on his assets. He can even make a swear on her dough. Which is, that's one of our obligations that he has to have, to make dough, to weave, swear he didn't take any extra bread, swear he didn't, uh, you know, uh, sell any uh, yarn and stuff like that. Even on Pidkha and isata uh, he can swear. So now the gibara starts to analyze. Iba'ilu. Rabbi al yede gilgul ka-amar, Okay, very important subject. There's a concept called Gilgul Shivua. What's a Gilgul Shivua? Gilgul Shavu'ah means like this. Once a person is hayav or a mandated Shivua, meaning if I can make you swear a Shavu'ah according to the law, once you're swearing a mandated Shivua, I can be Megalger. Megalger is like I can say, you know what? I also want you to swear for that item also. I can roll in other Shavu'ot as well. Whenever you say Gilgul Shwa, I wouldn't be able to make you swear that second Shiva on its own. But once I get you on Shiva A, I can say, you know what, and swear it to me on Shiva B. So we want to Rabbi the what he said you can make us swear on the dough, was that working with the Gilgul rule? Meaning like this? Really, he's holding. She's in a potropos in the store. She's running the store. All Rabbi the is saying: once you're ready, you're allowed to swear her. Make her swear that she didn't steal from the store. You could also say, you know what? Now I'm making you a swear for the store. I want you to swear for me also that you didn't take any dough. Is that how it's working? Or is he saying, no, no, no. The swear on the dough, the khitaidah. You could just make a swear that she didn't steal any dough. It's not a gilgul shibwa. Which to what extent did the Biri is allow or as Abiyazah say she can make you you can make a swear on the dough and the padgah? Let's read that she inside, please. Gilgul the Sham'il Tarakama, Kostarakama said, I'm allah potropsot. Like Kostarakama says, you can only make a swear if she's the administrator or she can make us you can make a swear in the store. And you can only make a swear on the dough. And you can't even, it. that's not a Shavu'ah. They came on the Shavu'ah, the potropsot, the rabbanan, which is the whole Shavu'ah that you're making a swear that she didn't take anything when she's the administrator. That's a rabbinical Shavu'ah. Which means, he's not sure that, he, that she stole. She, he's just coming along and saying, you know, Swear to me that that's a rabbinical shivuah. It, is, it would be alright if he's coming along and saying, I know for sure you stole. Okay, now she has to swear to protect herself. He's not doing that over here. He's just saying, swear to me that you didn't take anything. So it's a baran. When it's a rabbinical shivuah, we don't make any gilguls with it. Shiva he Shiva and at drabanan could be the Biazha is coming on and arguing the and Tana come out and saying, you know what? You can't make a Gilgul on the drabbanan shiwa. Which means the first shiwa for the khanvari is a uh, drabanan drabbanan according to everybody. But maybe the Bas is gonna come along and say that once you get around the Drabanan Shivwa, you can even swing around the shiwa that she didn't take as though. Or do you say, the what does it mean, even if she's not an administrator? Stop, she's not running the store, she's not the administrator. You can just go down the middle of the thing. Hey, listen, uh, when you made the dough for, for, for Shabbat, did you steal anything? She says, no, swear to me you didn't steal anything. You can just swear off the bat. So Kabbalah is going to bring a proof now. Let's read the Qattahila again. So the Gabbas, because a very important They told Rabbi Li so the rabbis told Rabi nahash A person cannot live in the same basket as a snake. Which means the rabbis were saying really over here, you can't force a lady to live under these conditions. You're telling us she has to make a shibuah now and a dough how can't you force a lady to, to live under such conditions, which means there's no trust over here? Now, now the Kabbalah analyzes, based on that statement that Tanaka Ma told her to be the that a person cannot live in the same basket with a snake, in a, in a, basket with a with a snake. if you say that the Shavu'ah on the dough is the shapir, I understand what Tanaka is saying. Which is, if a guy could just come any day, I swear to me he didn't steal from the dough, hey, Tanaka says, that's too much. You, how could you force a lady to live under such conditions? Good, that we make that makes sense. But if you're saying that it only works the shivwa al yedei which means what does she care? Which means, listen, if everybody's agreed that he has a right, if she's a, the, the storekeeper, the shopkeeper, he has the right to make a make a Shavua. So if Rebideaz was just saying, and you know what? Once he's ready, he has the right to give it to make the shop, he can swing around the shivuah on the dough. What does she care? If she didn't steal any dough, what does she care that if she's making a shivuah? Why would Terech come along and say, hey, you can't live with a snake? What do you mean? The shivuah that he's making, her make uh, 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 as a Gilgul shouldn't bother her so much. It well, must be from the fact that they said to him, a person cannot live with a snake, must be they understood that the Belez was saying, you can make a make the shivuah on the dough, the chetachidah. And that everybody she's on God the twenty four hours later, she 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 cannot live like that. So the government says, no, it's not so. Amral even if you want to say it's a gidgul good good shivwa it's living with a snake. You know why? He's so midayek on me, even though he's only making it as a gidgul shivwa I can't live with such a guy. Which means when he whenever he has a chance to make me swear that I didn't steal dough, he's uh, taking advantage of it, I, I, I can't live in such a, such a house. So if it really, if you can say be the eyes it holds, it's a Gilgul Shavua, and still the rabbi said back to him, you, 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 can't, you, you can't make a lady do such a thing. That's causing her to live with a, with, a, with a snake. That every time he's going to make a Shavua that's legal, you're going to let him throw in uh, that you didn't steal from the uh, dough, uh, that's too much. So that's want to bring another proof. Tashema. shelo a a Okay, let's take a case like this. It's possible when a, when the a person gets married, he's able to right away tell his wife, "You know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you swear." And that's already a legal document, or he says it, and therefore he has to live by that uh, rule. I'm not gonna make you swear, but let's say he didn't pull tana from the shivua. He got married, and uh, he says, "I have my right if I want to make you swear on." Uh, assets and stuff like that. He didn't, uh, you know, exempt himself. He wants that right to be making her make a Shavuah. And what did he do? He made her a storekeeper. And he made her an administrator on his assets. Okay, he, he can make a swear anytime. He can walk into the store any time and say, hey listen, did you steal any money today? No, swear to me he didn't steal. any Anytime. But if he didn't put her as a shopkeeper, Oh, he, he, he did not make her an administrator over the assets. So that's Tarakama's opinion. You can't make her swear. It's time. you can't go swear. Swear to me, you didn't take bread. Swear to me, you didn't take uh, yarn. That you can't do. Only if she's an administrator. Even if you didn't make her a shopkeeper. And you didn't make her an administrator over assets. You can still make a swear on what? She's not an administrator of anything. Listen, one thing she's in charge of. She's in charge of the, the dough. And therefore you can make a swear on the dough. So from this bright, you see clear, it's not a good shivuah. Because she's not running the store. And she's not running any administration. And still what? You still make a swear. So the rabbis told me to be the aizid. And Adam Dari, how can you keep a lady living under circumstances? She's living with a snake in the same basket. The guy doesn't have any trust. But you see from this give and take that Abilene was saying, You can make us swear. When come out, with saying what? No, no. You only make us swear on the administrative stuff, which means whatever she's in charge of, or the store and stuff like that. And you don't even do Gilgul Shivwa. You don't make any gilgul on the other stuff. Because, uh, there's no trust over there. You can never make a swear on the uh, kitchen uh, responsibilities. Now, the lady will go crazy. She, there's no trust in such a marriage. Where the be is, it says the opposite. Not only could you make a swear, you could make a swear even on those items in order that uh, she didn't uh, steal these things. Now, um, based on this, there's an interesting, uh, uh Yerushalmi, it's brought down by the Rambam, that he says over here, that if, let's say, a lady broke killing, she's in the kitchen, she broke a glass or something, she broke a plate, she's pittu to pay. Because if you're going to keep on deducting, there's not going to be shalom by it forever. Because now she's going to be scared. She's going to get to work in the kitchen. Every time the husband comes home, how how many glasses do we have left? How many, uh, 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 you know, cups, how many, just uh, plates and stuff like that. So the Adachas says, You don't force a lady to live with a snake, so therefore, the hakamim say she breaks dishes and stuff like that. Of course, in a normal way, it does not have to pay. But.